listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang. Missy away. Listening to Missy and Zach. Missy and Zach. They just might bang away. Listening to Missy and Zach. Curtis Stone is here. Uh, can we change the name to Missy and Zach Might Bang Curtis Stone? Yeah, I think we can. It's a very striking <laughs> figure. I mean, if there's a God. The if there the is day. a God, we can change it to that. Uh, Curtis, of course. How you doing, man? I'm good. Let me I'm tell good. you all a little bit about Curtis Stone if you don't know who this man is. Uh, he's one of the foremost chefs, I would say, on the planet these days. I don't know if that's true, but you're Stop from Australia. It. We're keeping it worldwide. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's an author. He's a television personality. He's got a couple restaurants in Los Angeles. Like two. And they're named after your grandmothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Maud and Gwen. Right now we're live at Gwen. This is a restaurant that Curtis and his brother Luke have just opened. Uh, it's been going for a minute now and it's delicious. I've actually eaten here and enjoyed it very much. And how you doing, dude? I'm good. I'm bloody exhausted. Yeah. I yeah. mean, opening a restaurant's no joke, but it's, uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm smiling. Yeah. How long does it take, like, soup to nuts to open a restaurant these days? I mean, this is a relatively big... There's a butcher shop here as well, so right. there's sort of a few different things to get your head around. There's a couple of bars. Um, you have it, a couple it, of bars here? Yeah, they're only little bars. You know, it's, it's not a nightclub. Like, there's, like, a bar, like, I'm assuming, in the restaurant. Is there, like, a little, you know... Yeah, we have a little secret room upstairs, <gasps> which has another six-seater bar and 20, 20 seats in there. So there's And then there's a patio. So when I'm mentioning it because you need to organize a bar team, and then you need a butcher's team, and you need a restaurant team, and a kitchen team. And it's wow. like, yeah, it's a lot. You're managing, like, six basketball teams. I have a really hard time with Australians because I just want to do your, your accent. Oh yeah, come on! Oh, I just it. It, I'm really bad at it, but I like to do it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> somebody tell me it was more like a kiwi. Every time I hang out with Curtis and his friends, I suddenly still talking like this, <laughs> and everyone's just like either laughing or they're completely insulted. So I, I never it's know. Insulting, and it's also one of those things where you're like, really, just stop. That's amusing to me. I can't kind of like it. I've been lucky enough to dine at a lot of great restaurants. And every chef I meet is like got the sleeves, the tattoos. They got maybe a, they're recovering from or about to develop a coke problem. There's a, <laughs> the present company excluded. But there's always a lot of drinking. They, they stay after hours. It's like chefs yeah. are kind of the new rock stars, man. You know, I mean, people have been saying that forever. But it's like it's a strange. I'd rather thing. party with yeah. you than Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any sleeves. Not yet. I've got to work on it. And and it's funny. None, no one in my kitchen does. Like we're not a tattooed bunch. Well, have you seen that documentary uh, about the agent who took on, like, Wolfgang Puck? This guy, like, ah. turned the chef into a celebrity. Yeah, I had a drummer, and he's, like, he's with a manager right now. He's a chef with a manager. I went to their page, and it was just the craziest thing to me. And at least they had all these, you know, up-and-coming young chefs with their headshots. No, I mean, I started cooking in Australia. I remember my first day, I put on my clogs and my gingham pants, <laughs> a tall boy hat. You know, those big, long hats that... The- yeah. You know, chefs in Ratatouille wear uh, a neckerchief, <laughs> white coat, white apron, and I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, wh- <laughs> why am I dressed like this? I look like a clown." You know, it was just this strange outfit to put on, and I sort of went up to my job and you know learned how to peel an onion and slice a carrot, and I played Aussie rules football, and I went, I had to like leave straight away kind of in my uniform to make it to training on time and uh i can remember getting out of the car and like my entire footy team looked at me and we just started laughing they're like 
<laughs> look at the cook. Look at the cook. It was a super uncool thing for a young guy to do. And now, of course, you know, through the top chefs of the world and all the rest of it, those TV shows, it's become kind of cool, which is... We were the stinky bunch of dudes that couldn't get into a nightclub. Now, somehow... You own I find it hard to believe that you... I mean... You're like the best looking celebrity chef there is. You really couldn't get in a nightclub. No, absolutely uh, not. That Batali guy, I don't know. Yeah. I might take him. He would have struggled. Nowadays, your kids come to you. Back when I was growing up, it was like, I want to play guitar. I want to be on stage. And my mom and dad were like, yeah, go do that. And now I'd be like, eh, let's, let's maybe get into cooking. Want to learn how to cook something? <laughs> you ever season up a little uh, duck? I mean, you know, that's where the, the future is these days. Fuck drums. I'm sending my kid to <laughs> chef school. I mean, I read, you know, your Wikipedia bio. And you started at like four, oh, right? Good. I read it myself. Uh, did you really? No. Oh. Um, did and you start it, so cooking you... at four? I did, yeah. I started, my, my granny was a good cook. I, I'd go around to her place and she used to make this fudge. It was so sweet and so, you know, any four-year-old likes. Which granny is this, Maud or this Gwen? Maud. Okay. Uh. And she was from Yorkshire. And if you know anyone from Yorkshire, the north of England, they say what they think and they think what they say. And, she, you know, if she didn't have it in the fridge, she'd be like, make it yourself. So I literally would like get the sugar out and get the flour out and get the chocolate out and we'd sort of measure stuff out. And it was kind of that process I think I really enjoyed as a kid. Um, and it sort of just stuck with me. I've always been greedy and I like food and I loved, you, you know, like it, it sounds ridiculous, but a bad grilled cheese sandwich could make me very upset mm. because it could be good. You know, and if you, if you really like to eat grilled cheese sandwich, when someone gives you a bad one, it's, a, it's a very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> At least it is for me. Uh, so it's like that, like... It can be so simple, but to me, if you do it right, it can taste so delicious. Hey, Zach. What's up, Sam? Um, there's something about a, a bad grilled cheese sandwich that I think needs a song. I could do a song about a bad grilled cheese. I've oh, had yeah? a few of those in my... I make them. I make terrible grilled cheese. Do you? Let me tell you something. I'll bring this guitar out. We're just going to make this up on the spot here. I don't know what we're doing, but Curtis has heard me play a few times, I think. Oh, yeah. You, you played at my like, wedding. Yeah. I performed at Mr. Stone and Lindsay Price's wedding. It was very exciting. That kind of got me some street cred amongst the Aussies. They were like, oh, that guy's cool. And then I could drink with them, too. So <laughs> they appreciated that. But I'm also cramped in a This is our here. first sober podcast, too. That I should. I feel like I should oh, bring yeah. that we can to drink, light. We can, uh, we're sitting opposite a big cell. There's 3,000 bottles of wine right opposite now. You Cassie! Drink? Break it out. Get the wine. <laughs> There's 3,000 bottles of wine in this restaurant right There now. is, yeah. No wonder those hobos are going to take us a while, in. but let's... Um... I don't know what I'm saying. Listen up, people. Listen, please. Don't ever make a bad grilled cheese. If you burn the bread, it can ruin your whole day. Take it from me, I eat home alone. I sure can't cook like Curtis Stone. And I burnt off my hair yesterday. Ooh. Because my grilled cheese sucks. I can make cereal, my grilled cheese sucks, and if you don't believe me, soon you will. And you'll shave your nuts. <laughs> shave your nuts, thank you, Missy. My grilled cheese uh, sucks, song called so my grilled shave cheese my sucks. This one's called, My Bologna Sandwiches Suck. <laughs> I Can't Make Shit. Um, so that's going to be a hit, I'm yeah, sure. Thank yeah. you. Do you have pressure from your wife, Lindsay, to come home and cook? Do you even want to cook when you go home? Or are you like, honey, order in, I'm done? She's a pretty good cook herself. Like, she does all the heavy lifting. I've got so much respect for my wife. She, You know, I think my job's hard, and it's, like, long and intense. But she's uh, home with the kids all the time, and it's so draining. It's beautiful. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. I love being with them. But it's, uh, it's, oh, it's full on. Working, right? Do they yeah. still nap? 
your kids? One does. Yeah. And one does not. One doesn't. The nap is the most golden, magical, yeah. wonderful. Like, yeah. they're so lovely and it's the most exhausting. Do you want to do a song about a nap, Missy? Zach! <sighs> <laughs> Come on. I there we go. It. Let's do yes. a nap song. Let's, let's, let's hear it, Missy. Come on. This is what a we nap. do on Missy and Zach Might Bang. We might make a hit record one oh day. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Missy's very talented. Being a mom, you got to put up with a lot of crap. That's why you gotta take that little shit bird and put him in a bed and make him take a nap. <laughs> you say, um, you can cry all you like, but I'm gonna sit over here and smoke my pipe while my damn baby takes a nap. <laughs> nice. I smoke, nice. I smoke a crack pipe. You make, you put a, a crack pipe and you called your baby a little shit bird. That's wow. what I liked. That's a, that's uh, a yeah, that term my... of endearment. <laughs> hey, you little shitbird, get to bed. I really do enjoy the good song, the baby nap. Thank you so much. Yeah, well done. That's Curtis, want to do a song? Uh, hell no. <laughs> I'll make you a decent grilled cheese sandwich, and I'll open you a bottle of wine, but I can't sing. You have, I think, is it is either a book, food to make you happy, food to put you in my favorite mood. Yes, was the subtitle. Yeah. Okay, sorry, and that's nice. a book. Yeah, it was called Relax Cooking. Because I figure, you know, like you go through so much stress during the day if you could just come home and chill while you make dinner mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh, God, what am I going to do? And so I sort of came out with a bunch of recipes that were pretty uh, easy to put together, I guess. And what is your favorite mood? Being relaxed. Being relaxed. Yeah. Did you ever have a go-to, like, before you met your wife, hook it up, like close the deal meal that you would make a girl? Um... Because I did. I can make fajitas. That's the one thing I can kind of make. Because you just throw some peppers in a pan with some chicken. And what kind of girls were you dating if fajitas closed the deal? Whoa. They were homeless. Yeah, fajitas but... would probably close the deal for fajitas me. Fajitas would have closed it with Missy. You know, my boyfriend can make actually a decent, like, pesto salmon. Okay. Nice. That might be the only thing he's ever cooked for me. Yeah. I can't time. think of much I've cooked for my wife at all. Just chicken. I don't really go any further than that. The fajitas and some vegetables. I can make smoothies. I'd feel too cheesy, like, inviting a girl around and cooking for her. You know, it's kind of like if you, you guys are singers, right? Like, imagine if on the first date you invited someone to go to karaoke. Yeah. Like, it's a bit of a dick move. Hey, guys, you know, I'm like, going to do uh, Arms Wide Open by Creed. Hope this closes the deal with Bridget. I guess so. I did have a, I did have a pal, though, that I shared an apartment with in London, and I used to cook for his dates, but he would pretend that it was him. Are you serious? Yeah, so he'd be like, dude, I've got this girl. Cyrano de Bergerac. You know, so I'd, I'd like stuff a chicken yeah. breast with truffles and cheese and i'd like make some mashed potato i'll make a sauce and i'd put oh it all in God. little bags and he'd just drop it in hot water that's f- and then just heat it and like that's amazing cut the bags open and pretend that he'd cooked it for her and she'd come around and like he'd have this gourmet meal ready and she'd be like wow you could really turn it on and dude yeah it that used is, to work that's a great a side business truffles and cheese that's oh. a good any celebrity my chefs panties would just go chef- <laughs> on the floor <laughs> uh, if someone wrong, put a truffle in something yeah well what's interesting i was lucky enough to go to your other restaurant mod during a truffle season or month or whatever yeah. you do over there and that was mind-blowing i mean you can put a truffle on like a sock and i'll probably eat the thing it's so good i mean it's just one of those ingredients that they're super expensive they're really hard to come by you know they have the, like auctions for truffles right like oh yeah you can get like a hundred thousand dollar truffle yeah like we were paying forty two hundred dollars a pound last year for white truffles damn and can you make any kind of a profit on that 
I mean, you don't use a lot of them because they're super pungent, but yeah, I mean, we sold the Maud menu last year for 375 bucks uh-huh. uh, just for the menu. Um, and you, it's like we sold it out in, I don't know, 25 minutes. The entire month's reservation sold in 25 minutes. So it's, oh it's something that people know and they love. And if you love it, then, you know, you, the you'll, truffle so you'll is- extend yourself for them. You sold out a month's worth of reservations in 25 minutes? Yeah. Have you been to Maud? No, I haven't been to Maud. Come on, Missy. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. How come no one's invited me to Maud? It's not truffle month, though. Right now, it's celery month, so <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> it's zucchini, actually. I Is am going to really? stay right. here at Gwen. I'm just never, I'm not going to leave. I'm going to be like that homeless person. I'll yeah. be here every <laughs> night at three. I'm going to do that. I keep like thinking to myself, if this all just gets too much, I'm going to get as much beer as I can carry and lock myself in that salami room because there's a salami room which will eventually kill you. That's it, what my wife calls our bedroom. I want to be, I know, I was going to say. <laughs> who doesn't want to be locked in Curtis Stone's salami, salami room. room? Let's be honest. Song. Song. <laughs> no, we'll, yeah. we'll save that one till the end. That might be the title of the freestyle at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you would cook for your roommates. I mean, that to me just, makes me oh super God. happy. I also... Curtis Stone's salami We're room. also... I, I remember some time with Curtis Stone's salami room. Yeah, get down with that. Oh we had talked a little bit before we started recording. Sim was a fan of your, one of your TV shows called Take Home Chef. Now... I never saw it, but we had spoken about it. And basically, you went into a grocery store, and the premise was you'd find some like single girl who was trying to cook food that night, and you would be like, no, no, no. Here's a better way to do this. Let me show you what to do here. I would skip that chef boy a day. Get this. Take home not. Make it your place in 20 minutes. <laughs> Is that good? I don't know. And then, Oh, uh, my God. From what I could tell, the show seemed to me like a single girl in a grocery store got to go home with Curtis Stone and have him cook a meal for her, like... That's like an invitation to get like, pregnant. I don't know why we didn't we didn't do that today. I don't know why we're not at my house and you're teaching me how to cook. But the, here's the weird part: they were never single. Ah. They were always married. So, which makes well, it what, even stranger, yeah. right? Because I would literally, you know, I got pitched. This is how I came to America, by the way. I I was in Australia at the time. I got a phone call saying we want you to do this show. You'd approach an attractive girl in the grocery store and you'd offer to cook her dinner. And I'm like, okay. And then you'd walk around, you'd shop, and you'd go back to her place and cook dinner. But the hook of the show is when her husband comes home, you guys would jump out and be like, surprise, we've cooked you dinner. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. What? How many times did you almost get your ass kicked? Yeah, that's a, it was uh, quite a few. Um, but Was it really a surprise? Yeah. And did they, did they, when they looked at you, were they just sort of like intimidated? You know, it was actually a really interesting examination of a couple's relationship because some guys would be like, ah, that's hilarious. You've been cooking with him all day, whatever. They're like, great, we're going to have dinner. And some guys would get super jealous and be uh, like, yeah, right? ask a bunch of questions. How long did you know about it? You know, <gasps> Whoa, why did really? you text me? And yeah, <laughs> How was, many divorces like right do you think happened from that show? <laughs> no, I don't Curtis. think any. The idea of the show sounded so ridiculous. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And I was thinking to myself, I've got a free trip to America. I'll stay for a week and you know, get a little holiday out of it. Um, but then the show ran like 350 episodes. 40 episodes. How many? 140. That's a hell of a run. Yeah. That's crazy. a hell of a run. You know? I mean, I've been on shows that have lasted a pi- not even a pilot. Like, I've been fired at the table <laughs> read. You know? 140 eps. That's legit. I have never worked more than six months. I'm, this podcast is probably the longest thing I've ever worked on, <laughs> and it hasn't even aired. <laughs> what is that like for you? I mean, like, you have done so much. You know, you've opened several restaurants, you've written all these books, you're married to a beautiful woman, it's a beautiful family. Like, what's on your, like, bucket list? 
Uh, I mean, look, I've got a business. You surf, it's like, you, it's super I mean, you complex. do everything. I love what I do though. You know, like, and I enjoy the multitasking that you have to do to do it well. Because you're right, we have restaurants, so that's a business within itself. We have um, a product line that I sell at HSN here in the States and in other countries, different retailers. So suddenly you have to be not only a designer, but a manufacturer and a salesman. And, you know, like you've got to be all these different things to make that business make sense. I write books, so you've got to be an author and deal with editors. And when you're talking television, you've got to sort of somehow self-produce your stuff, right? So we do digital content. You know, there's a variety of things that I'm involved in, and I actually enjoy all of them. But I think on my bucket list is sitting on the beach and <laughs> not doing as much as I'm doing now. You know, it's uh, it's it's fun. But you know, I have two young kids and most beautiful wife in the world, and I want to be with them more than yeah. I am right now. So. You know, I'll slow down eventually, but yeah. now's not the time. Is it possible that you just say, you know what, I'm licensing my name, like Gordon Ramsay, to like or a like, Vegas restaurant and just sitting on the beach and having my name make me money? Is that like kind of how things work in that world? I mean, it's sort of, it's never really been something that's interested me. Right. I, I had this really interesting conversation with a super wealthy guy and he's like, you know, the more you own, the more you're owned. And at some point, it's just zeros. So, like, what's the point? You know, you, what are we going to do? Get your bank balance out each day and look at it? You know, <laughs> once you can afford to live in a house you want to live in and drive a car you want to drive and go on holidays where you want to go, you can't take 20 holidays at once. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you, you don't need the $35,000 a night suite. So right. I'd rather do stuff with integrity and be proud of what I Respect. do. Than- I completely understand. I am right there with you. I'm willing to sell semen. For money right now. Uh, I was going to say, oh God, just thinking uh, about all the jobs. And my manager's like, please say no. And I'm like, I just need the money. I need the cash. <laughs> I just want the money. I just want to spend the night in the $300. Well, we're, I mean, when you're actors, when you're performers, you got to take jobs for money. I mean, that's just how it is, especially with kids now. You have to work. You have to. Yeah. It's like you can't be picky anymore. And, uh, and no one gets to really have that luxury. I mean, some people do, but I'll take a pickle commercial tomorrow. <laughs> you know, if they offered me one, and I'd I'd sell the shit out of that pickle. <laughs> Speaking of pickles, uh, we're gonna play a little game here. It's time for Missy versus Curtis. Hey! Oh, yeah. I love that music we chose, by the way. Ah, oh, I love that song. Uh, Missy versus <laughs> Curtis. Now, what we do here, Curtis, is we basically have Missy challenge you to some questions. I sort of act as the host of this game here. Today we're going to do it a little differently because we are at Gwen, this fabulous restaurant here. Right. And what we've done is we've assembled some foods and we might try to organize a little taste test between y'all, a blindfolded taste oh, test, good. that is, oh. yeah. and see how well your palate has uh, you know, adjusted to what's out there in the world today. We're not going to feed you anything you don't want to eat, hopefully. Do we have the quail egg? Is the quail egg ready? Uh, <laughs> I, I will only eat it raw. You'll only eat raw quail mm-hmm. egg? Yeah, that's shell the best on way. Or shell off good question Ugh, i want to just one hole on one side just suck it right through there oh boy brilliant (laughs) (laughs) okay so here are your blindfolds let's start with the taste test then we're gonna play a little trivia let's start with the cheese or the pickles okay i'm gonna feed you curtis (laughs) can missy feed me yeah that would be a lot hotter Wait, uh, I don't know about Missy's blindfold. I feel like you can see. Oh, even yeah. better. If she's tilting her head back, it means that she can see out of the bottom. So just keep. Oh uh, like yeah, you like mean like keep that? your eye on that. All right. <laughs> now, as a Jew, I'm a gourmet pickle guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm so. just going to go and say I probably know a lot more about food than Curtis does. Oh, Missy's so. calling oh, it Missy. now. Here we go. Little. She's ready to take them down. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you each a little bite. Off. Of two different types of pickles. One is a very high-end gourmet $15 a jar pickle. 
Okay. Wow. The other one is not so gourmet. It's a little uh, Trader Joe's job that you can get for like $1.99 for like 50 pickles. Fancy pickle or non-fancy pickle? Right. So we're playing fancy, non-fancy pickle. (laughs) Okay. Got you guys. You both are going to taste the first pickle here. Pickle number one. Remember, one of these is a Trader Joe's job. One of them is like a gourmet, crazy, I paid way too much money for this pickle pickle. Okay. Depending on how. So they've tried the first one. Here's pickle number two. That's the <laughs> Curtis ate the wrong end of the fork, which was okay. amazing. Okay. I know my Trader Joe's pickles. I can tell you right now, the second one is very crunchy in my headphones. Yes, it was very crunchy. Yeah. I'm going to say number one was the fancy pickle. Let's hear what uh, Curtis has to say. Well, num- if number one was a fancy pickle, you got ripped because that was a cheap-ass pickle. The, f- the second one was the fancy pickle. I thought the second one was a better pickle. No way. But I thought the first pickle is the more expensive pickle. You are crazy. Tell us who is... Curtis is correct. No! (laughs) The second pickle was like a $20 a jar pickle. Yeah. Was that that? I want to try this pickle. No, it was a really good pickle. I just assumed... Oh, yeah. The first one was kind of sloppy. It was sloppy. The texture was not good. But you know what? They do have similar flavors. Yeah. The texture is better on the second one. Awesome. I've had pickles from Trader Joe's. I don't buy Now... Some cheese. Now, oh, yeah. you guys have a good cheese selection here. So this is from Curtis's, one of them from his cheese uh, Oh, shop. no, we don't sell cheese. Your cheese. Um, this is not a Curtis cheese. This is a cheese, another gourmet cheese or a crappy cheese. I've purchased both for the uh, event. And so here we go. This is our first cheese. Give it a, oh, Missy's treating it like a wine. I'm giving it a little sniff. Okay. Now I'll get the second cheese ready. They've tried the first one. Okay. All right, here's the second cheese. That, water there's, oh, take some water. Ooh, Curtis going for a little mid-tasting oh, water. Curtis, that's cheating. That is very Coney Island hot dog eating contest right there. There you go. <laughs> exactly what Curtis does. Okay. All right. Missy taking a little sip, cleansing the palate. That was the second cheese. All right. Second cheese. Okay. Okay. Missy went first last time. Curtis, you get to go first this time. The first cheese was the good cheese. Yeah, I mean, the second cheese was like a cheese from like, like a... string cheese. String cheese, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, the first cheese. What, what was the first cheese? It was like a... Uh, some kind a of little... Swiss, like an Emmental. Yeah, little, that's exactly a... what it was. It was, was what? It? The man has a perfect palate, people. Why uh, you're I... both correct. How the second I... one was... Okay. Yeah, that, that was... The first one was a nice Emmental, and the second Did one was a string cheese. Did you say that was an Emmental? The second one was a string cheese from my Curtis. son's lunchbox. Your cheese so, uh, knowledge. You're upgrade for... Do I need to get my kid a little bit lunchbox, <laughs> some better wow. food? All right, that's, uh, that's a tie on that. Curtis still has is in the lead because he's got two and Missy's got one, this, correct? This reminds me of that scene in Nine and a Half Weeks with Kim Basinger, Kim Basinger and, Mickey and Mickey Rourke, except for the only thing that's similar is that we're blindfolded and eating food. <laughs> <laughs> And n- we're not on the floor by the refrigerator. Yet. But I just want you to know, Curtis. Yeah. That's in my, that I'm going to be dreaming that tonight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold on. We're waiting on a third one. This one's a little bit more prep time, but oh, there's two more. Oh. This is very exciting. Let's have Missy go first every time. Okay. Why? Because you think, that tasted like string cheese well before Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I like on, I'm on like a steady diet of string cheese. What do your children eat? I mean... My, my kids, sorry. I mean, do, they, do you guys make all their own food? We do, yeah. And, and when can I come over and get some? <laughs> we grow a lot of it, actually. We've got a big veggie garden at home, so the kids love being in the vegetable garden. Now, Curtis, is your life real? Here we go. We have our third okay. food here. 
Now, we actually went into the Gwen kitchen here. Oh. They allowed us in, and we were allowed to take one of your pieces of terrine, and we also went over to a, another shop, brilliant place that Cassie found down the street, Gourmet Jap. One of these is from Gwen. One of them is not. I don't know how Missy's going to figure this out, but Curtis, you tell us, which one is your product and which one is from the store down the street? Okay. Wait, is there beef in this? No. Oh, well, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Because Missy can't eat this. Oh, is it beef? I don't know. It probably is. This might just be a Curtis game. Well, I already You did. don't eat beef, Missy? <laughs> she doesn't eat beef I don't eat beef report. I'm, dude, that was going in the mouth and I stopped it. Mm. No, I, I already ate it. I oh, ruined wow. your entire diet. All right, That's so all right. that was one. We can organize you a spittoon, Missy. Thank you so much. All right. Where's the spittoon organization? <laughs> all right, Curtis, this is for you. I almost feel like Missy can uh, I, join I us I did taste there. the first one. Okay, now the question is, which one of those... Curtis has tried both terrines. Which one is from Gwen? Which one is from the gourmet grocery mm. store? It's going to be a tough one. That second one is so good. That has to be from Gwen. <laughs> okay. The first one was... If I was going to try... It's also okay, actually. I'm sad I didn't try the really good one. Um, that, that second one was like it had some prune... It was, it was more like a riette, which is sort of a French style. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. You confit uh, meat, so you mm-hmm. confit its own fat. A riette. Really mm-hmm. slow. Mm-hmm. And then it had some prunes, some sweetness. I eat duck, though. Is it duck confit? I can eat duck. Duck or pigeon or something like that. Pigeon? Pigeon? You wait, eating... pigeon? Do you serve pigeon here? We do, yeah. Pigeon, oh, pheasants. Like the can... pigeons from on top of the building. This is a very... <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's heavy. The, that'd be that's like farm to table. That that's good. like roof to so table. So they were both good. You think the second one is more of a Gwen? No one, no one. Roof to table. Roof Come on. to table. All right, Come I'll on. give it up for roof to thank table. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Can we go get a couple of pigeons off the roof, please? Serious. That is eating locally. There's a 45 minute wait on your entree. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's like it's like when you take when you pick the lo- uh, lobster out of the glass. You just <laughs> you give them a little BB gun and they just shoot it off the roof. Uh, <laughs> Luke, get up there and kill a fucking how, pigeon, mate. How do you know how to do a pigeon noise? I don't it's know. pretty good. How much I, money I has that made you, Zach? A lot of money. I was in uh, Madagascar 3. Were you really? It was a good one. Okay, the answer to that one. Well, they're both from Gwen. Oh. Oh. Little trick, little trick question little there. Trick. He both likes to do that. Gwen His... Tareen. I'm glad I said they were both good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have one more, but, you know, Missy it's Missy can't. It's we'll, also we'll meat again. We'll eat it. It's some beautiful charcuterie. Curtis and I will enjoy this because we, and, and Simon, you guys can have some. Cassie doesn't eat meat either, but all right, that's enough. Take the blindfolds ah. off. Wow, so bright in here all of a sudden. So bright. Uh, very nice knowledge I knowing your own that. terrain. Being... Yeah. And you, uh, oh, the, it was. Yeah, it was. The, Should it was we blind, the, uh... just blindfold ourselves? Let's just, yeah. For the rest of this whole podcast? That's fine. That can work. That was kind of wonderful. It was kind of nice, wasn't it? It was really so just... peaceful. Where's what we're going to do? We are going to get into some celebrity-owned restaurants. Now, that's a very popular thing. A lot of actors, musicians, and other people who have hit the fame button have opened up restaurants. Most of them have not done well. And we've compiled a list of a few that were open maybe for a little bit and then uh, flamed out. So you tell me, who owned this restaurant? Okay, what celebrity? It was a submarine-themed restaurant called Dive. Was it owned by Jacques Cousteau, Steven Spielberg, or Britney Spears? I'm going to say um, 
I want to say Cousteau, <laughs> but I feel like that was a lie. <laughs> do you I'm know? I've just always wanted to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I, that's too on the nose. I know the way you put them up with things. You'd uh-huh. think I'd be better at this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would have thought Britney Spears. Because surely Spielberg's not stupid enough to open a restaurant <laughs> um, called it, Dive. It was Spielberg. Oh, oh my I, I God. I remember that restaurant. It was in Century City. Yes, Century it was. City Mall. It so was nobody won that one. City right. Mall. It was oh. a submarine theme. It was like dressed up like a submarine. I think there's a Houston's there now or something. It was yellow and there was like aquariums everywhere and like underwater scuba gear and i was like what the hell is this place <laughs> that was one of the my least favorite dining is it, experiences is it like impossible i mean why is it so hard to make a restaurant profitable it's just a tough business it's super competitive like you truthfully need no experience anyone can open a restaurant see like the profit margins are super slim and they're also really fashionable like you can be popular today and not tomorrow you can be busy tonight and not tomorrow night and it's yeah. you know you can't just fire your staff for the night you've got to sort of honor you've still got to buy the food what do you think about a restaurant like french laundry i love it yeah is that napa that's like a famous yeah that's that's two months in advance you try to i mean i remember i tried to get a reservation there for my 40th birthday which is coming up in 10 years um (laughs) i can't wait and i was like sold out in well that's like i mean you can't get in a mod mod is a serious wait list yeah and look occasionally in the restaurant business you strike it lucky or you you do it well or whatever it is that makes it sort of work and you still don't get rich from it unfortunately (laughs) like you kind of deserve to but you don't i mean you do it for the love of it you know the french laundry is one of those examples of a place i think they just had their 20th birthday a restaurant full for 20 years it's unbelievable i mean thomas keller is one of the the greats that will always be known um here in the states it's he's an awesome chef Speaking of awesome chefs, this celebrity <laughs> opened up this New Orleans slash New York cuisine in New York City. Was it Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, or Playmate Holly Madison? What was it called it again? It was called Nyla. Oh, Nyla. <laughs> Who are the people? Spears, Aguilera, or the very talented Holly Madison. Anyone can chime in. Britney Spears. Aguilera. Spears! Yes! Uh, I think it had, because Spears was one last time, right? It was Spears, uh, and here's the history of that restaurant. Nyla was N-Y-L-A, a combo between New York and Louisiana, where she's from. Oh, my God. (gasps) Okay. And she just loved New York, because I love the big bright lights, and I feel like I'm destined to own a restaurant here. Lasted six months. They had a decent calamari, by the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't believe you gave us a cheese stick. (laughs) String cheese. Whatever. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I can't Curtis, by the way, is still kid. getting down with his terrain. I'm about to get in. Oh, me? Did I give it to my kid? Here we go. This restaurant was called The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Was it owned by Flava Flav? If it's still open, I'm going to go. <sighs> the, that guy. The famous golfer, Jack Nicholas, or Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Oh, I was going to go for the same answer. Kevin Costner is great. Yes, yes, well done. Ding, 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 ding. How does it feel? feel? Was that my first point? Yeah, in this round. But remember, you got the point in the taste test. Uh, Flava Flav does have a chicken and waffles restaurant somewhere on the East Coast. And I almost put in here, but it seemed too obvious. Do you want to talk about how that felt when I just beat you? (laughs) The time when I was, when I just chimed in one second faster than you. (laughs) She's so happy with herself. She's squashing her nose into the microphone. Winner, 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 winner. All right, this will be our last celebrity-owned (laughs) 
restaurant. This is called the All Star Cafe. It opened in Times Square. Was it oh. opened by Donny Osmond, Shaquille O'Neal, or Rocco Dispirito? Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal. That's a tie. Incorrect. Oh. Also, insane. Andre Agassi. They had a bunch of athletes involved in it. Wow. Jordan that was, was involved in the All Star. We are so in sync. <laughs> What are you going to tell your wife when you go home? I mean, is oh it a little, is it getting crusty here? I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the All Star Cafe, Times Square, a made. It was like right when Planet Hollywood was opening all these like celebrity based restaurants everywhere, and they opened the All Star Cafe, thinking, "Oh, I want to go eat like something that tastes like a tennis ball." I whenever I think of fine cuisine, I, the first person I want to go to is Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, <laughs> just hey, man, it's Shaq. Come to my new restaurant. I want to have what? some minestrone. Out of a one of his like size seventeen shoes, <laughs> just put a little <laughs> no saran wrap in there. Shoes. Yeah, um, it's, it's I, I bizarre, isn't it? Like think about Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood lasted a long time. It did. It's, it's crazy. What like because there were statues of famous people. Yeah, you know, like or things they wore. Like, yeah, yeah. Here's the Terminator's so, jacket from Terminator Two. What? Enjoy the hamburger. I mean, if if you ever run like a <laughs> a Planet Hollywood, because I'm gonna open a restaurant. Immediately after we leave here, but like, if you were, is there, is there a moment when they make a lot of money? Because obviously, then that goes down and they stop making money and it's over. They, they can, be, yeah, you can make money out of restaurants for sure. I mean, those big ones. That like made one, a lot of money. They, well, Planet Hollywood is now strictly a casino in Vegas. You've seen what that's become. That is oh, a yeah. money printing, you know, hotel, and they don't even need to worry about food anymore. So they kind of parlayed it, I guess. I don't think they ever worried about food. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. All those Stallone's meatballs, let me tell you. Hey! Would you shave uh, Stallone's meatballs? Hey. I don't know. Uh, Zach was saying that he wrote a song. The reason I keep talking about shaving balls is he wrote a song called, what was it? I wrote a song this week. I'm very proud of it. It's called Last Night I Shaved My Balls at a Red Roof Inn. And it's a country it's a true song. Story. It's a true story. Country song. I, we won't play it. We'll save it. You can download it is on the website. How difficult is it? Let's be honest. I'm sitting in a room with four, four men now to shave your balls. It's not easy. Yeah, Raise your right. hand if you have shaved your balls. Like like shorn or like trimmed? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Trimmed or shorn? Like, I've do you actually put a razor shorn. to no. your balls? You do? Uh, no, I haven't taken that. Alex trip. is like, hell yeah, dude. Really? That's my thing. Oh, I'm not getting a How razor. How often? And do you use the same razor on your balls as you do on your beard? I got a ball razor. Well, I, Sorry. for one, have never gone bicked, but I've certainly trimmed. Since I was in my early, early 20s. Very proud of that. You know, I remember I had a hernia surgery and the, the doctor was like, D- he basically had to shave me. Well, he got down there and he goes, ah, we don't need to do much. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. And the doctor was my dad. Um, um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to play real or fake celebrity restaurant. Here's what we do. We give you a celebrity and the restaurant that they may or may not own and operate you tell me if it's real or fake we spoke about michael jordan briefly is this a real restaurant or not it's called 160 blue in chicago 160 blue real or fake real. fake it is real yes. One point for suck up missy all right wow. <laughs> so upsetting this restaurant's in san francisco it's called anna mandara and it's owned by miami vice's own don johnson fake fake it is real. Oh. It's real. Don Johnson. I want to go there. You have to dress in like a purple shirt with a white sports coat, though. I had a pink shirt, like a tank, and I wore it with a white blazer right around that time, like in matching shorts. It was linen, and I thought it was so cool. Yeah. 85 Miami Vice style was the best. It was so incredible. 
It'll come back. It's kind of come back in, in waves. Okay. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. It's owned by Gladys Knight. Remember her? Gladys Knight and the Pips. Gladys and Ron's <laughs> Chicken and Waffles. Gladys yes. and Ron's Chicken and Waffles. Fake. No, it's fake. It's true. What? Missy flip-flopping. It is true. Yes. Oh, oh Curtis. I'm nice. so sorry. Gladys Knight owning a chicken and waffle joint, just like oh, Lay. Curtis, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I'm still in front. All right, do you know who Yao Ming is, the famous Chinese basketball player? Hall Yao. Of fame? No. Yao. Right. This guy's like 7'6". <laughs> he was from China. Great oh, yes. basketball player. Played yes, many years in the, uh, yes. for the Houston, Yao, Yao, Yao. Houston Rockets. Okay, he has a restaurant in Houston, Texas. Yao, Yao, Yao. Called Yao Ming's Dumplings and Things. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I hate you so much. It cannot be true. I wish it was true. Yao, so no. Bad. Yao, no. No. <laughs> yes, that is fake. Oh, damn it. Oh, my God. You both get a point. What time were you? Just, you're laying in bed. <laughs> Yao Ming's. What? Donuts Dum- and things? Dumplings and dumplings things. Dumplings and things. <laughs> oh. Yao, if you're listening, open that place now. Oh, if you're listening. My favorite restaurant in Beverly Hills is there's a place called 9021 PHO. Oh. But of course, you don't pronounce fa. Fo. Fo. But right. they've written it 9021 fa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. But most people, I guess they probably thought like most people call it fa. They fought not in that no. They fought up. Yeah. They fought up. Okay. If you uh, can't pronounce your specialty, you're in trouble yeah, from the outset. True. Hey, you guys want to try the pho? Welcome to the <laughs> pho restaurant. Did, huh? when they, but when they, we should, let's call them and see how they answer oh, the phone. Should. Beverly Hills 9021. <laughs> <laughs> should, can we call them real quick? Let's call them. That's okay, so here we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm calling. Even if we get the voicemail. Thank you for calling 9214 in Beverly Hills. This is Bernard speaking. How can I help you? Sorry, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of... What did he say? He kind of fudged it. Fo. He did fo. say fo. He, he said, thank you for calling 9214 in Beverly Hills. This is Mark. How can I help you? That was amazing. <laughs> oh, the my look God. look on face of total mischief. I know. I felt so bad. I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. I'm you turn into a teenager prank calling someone. You're like, oh my God. is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You'd say, yeah, better go catch it. Better go catch it. Uh, Toby Keith, famous country singer, has mm-hmm. a place in Nashville called the Catfish Palace. True or false? Yes. False. Real or fake? Fake. True. It is fake. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Curtis with the win. Ah! Curtis Stone. Yes. Hey, uh, yeah, the Catfish Palace, not a restaurant. <laughs> He does have a place called I Love This Bar and Grill, and it's in Nashville. In he Vegas. really does have. I knew he had a restaurant. Of course, he has he does. to have a restaurant. You know, because he knows food. He studied with Marco Pierre White. Mm-hmm. Isn't that who was your mentor, by the way? Yeah, he was an animal. He was crazy. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I love about these chefs. You always hear How these stories. How hard is it to get to be like? I mean, what do you say? Like, I want you to be my mentor. And you guys, do you send him a little email? Do you? I just went and walked in the back door and started cooking with him. You literally just did walked you really? in and you were like, I'm yeah. here. I'm gonna, did you even say anything? Or no, just... I said, I want to learn. I'll cook. I'll work for free. Put on an apron. You're not, you're not going to call. Like, is it, did you get nervous? Was he the first guy you walked into? Yeah. And the one that I really wanted to work for. But mm. uh, people think it's so much more difficult than it is in life, I think. Like, if you want something, you just go after it. You can get it. I mean, if anybody is the example of that, it is Curtis Stone. 
Go get that beach. I walked up to Andrew Dice Clay when I was 22 years old doing stand-up at the comedy store, and I was like, hey, man, you're like one of the reasons I'm out here. I admired you as a kid. I'm a huge fan, and I just one day would love to have a career as, as successful as yours. And he goes, I'm your fucking idol. You got problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. You know? Could have gone up to anybody else. I went up to Dice. Come on the show, Dice. We'd love to have you. Oh my God, Curtis! I Curtis, we can't thank, thank you, you enough I for being even. here, guys. Thank you for being. If you're here, in Hollywood, visit Gwen. If you're in Beverly Hills, and you can get a reservation, go to Maud. Check out his cookbooks. Go to curtisstone.com at Curtis Stone on Twitter and all that stuff. Man, seriously, really fun to have you. You've taught us a lot about Curtis about everything. everything. I mean, fa. Yeah, I can't wait to get locked up in your I, meat your kitchen, meat locker, Salam, uh. your salami room. All right, now, we always end an episode with a little freestyle song about what uh, went on during the episode. I'm going to make mine really short and sweet. (laughs) Curtis, it's been four years since I've eaten a cow. But that's about to change. Because if you let me. Curtis, I would eat your meat. <laughs> you can lock me in your salami room for today, tomorrow, hell, next June, Curtis. If you let me, I would love to eat your meat. Yeah! <laughs> All right, here's my jam. I know what I'm going to do. Okay, listen. Well, we tried the terrine, it had much flavor. Alex talked about using a ball razor. We went to the salami room, it was the best. Angry husband said on Take Home Chef, who is this guy that you're about to bone? I hate that motherfucking chef named Curtis Stone. He's got two grandmas, Maud and Gwen. 140 episode, he's my good friend. He does it right, respect the hustle, get into Maud and enjoy a month of truffles. At Gwen, the pigeons come roof to table. You can get in if you are able. Hey man, that's all I can flow. Earlier we called up 90214 <laughs> on the telephone. I'm Zach, that's Missy Pyle Simmons, Curtis Stone. Yes, so yeah. good. Oh, Curtis, thank uh, you so Curtis, much. Curtis, thank you so much. We're oh my here. god, that was incredible. I'm Zach Selwyn. Listen in and stay a while. Sing a song, tell joke, freestyle. No podcast is versatile. Thanks for stopping in the hang. And oh yeah, there's a chance we might. Sing. There's a chance we might. Hang. No, there's a chance we might bang. There is no way we're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. We're gonna bang. Zach and Missy might bang.